All right, this is Richie O and Brian Black. And this is the Powerline Kids Podcast. Let's get right the fuck into it. Um, I actually have been telling Mr. Black for the last couple days that my fucking brain has... I, I think I might be 100%... Well, no, no, no. Dead? No, no, no. I'm fucking sick. I'm fucking sick. I have a fucking cold. I've been fucking blowing my nose all day. Fucking... But I've been joking around with Mr. Black, okay? Uh, I think my brain, once again, like, in the last fucking year, um, almost a year, my brain, like, it, 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 the shit that I've been fucking going through, I mean, besides, you know, a random fucking life shit, whatever, but, like, dealing with, like, the female, like, perspective that's going on in my life right now, I think my brain is actually starting to reset again. And this happens every so often. It, it, it's been happening a lot in the last, I, I would say, at least, like, what, the last six months? Probably. All right, so where things, like, they, they get good, then they get bad, then they get good, then they get worse, then they get bad, they get good, they get worse, whatever the fuck in the case may be. But I think, finally, my brain is actually going into, like, reset mode. Because I'm starting to think, like, more on my feet, like I used to. Um, I'm starting to think of, like, more crazier shit, and I'm... Fucking, I'm getting that angry fucking feeling that I fucking think I lost. Excuse me, I need to take a sip. But I, I really think that, I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm coming back like full fucking circle. Um, and it's like a weird fucking feeling because I actually sat here before, before Mr. Black got here to fucking do the podcast. And, um, I don't know, I actually started, like, looking up shit, like, things that have, like, been going on, um, uh, Mr. Black just brought up fucking something. Two, it, two somethings. Yeah, well, a lot of shit that's been fucking yeah. going on, but, like, I actually started fucking looking up shit that's, like, been going on, like, in the world, like, shit that, I, like, I used to do and fucking complain about, and then I started, like, relating it to, like, the fucking shit that, like, that I've seen and, like, everything like that, I don't know, I, I'm starting to think I'm starting to get that spark back, which is fucking good. That spark, the old really? white fire, like a fucking what match lit under my ass, whatever the fuck it is they fucking say. Um, you had a fire lit under your ass, boy. But the one thing um, that Don't mind I if I call you boy, do you? <laughs> one thing I did want to fucking say is um, the reason why, and I just want to tap into this a little bit, and I think this is the whole part of like resetting the fucking brain. Wake up, white people. Um, the reason for the Powerline Kids podcast, uh, I got the name, uh, at Jesus Christ, I haven't fucking said this story in a fucking really long time, Fungool, he's actually releasing his album on Halloween, um, so look him up on Facebook and Instagram, um, I haven't talked to him lately, but, uh, yeah, the, the reason why this podcast started... Or not even the fact that it started, but the, the name of the podcast, which I have to I have to give him credit for. I do have to fucking give Fungul credit for, uh, which he still bitches at me about because he says I fucking stole it. I didn't fucking steal it. I fucking asked you because you came to my house. What happened was is that me and him were big, we were big, or we are movie buffs and everything like that. And where we grew up, I know that I've said this on the podcast before, but I just, do I call it a reboot? No, it's not a reboot. It's just a... It's a reminder. Why? Why? It's a why? Re-ish. This podcast is named the Powerline Kid Podcast. Um, I was sit- we were sitting in the backyard, my house, on the block in Nutley, New Jersey. Was Jenny there? 
And we, he literally walked through the yard, and he had a fucking, and this was the coolest part. He had a fucking, when me and him, like, talked about movies or, like, doing anything, everything always had to fucking be professional. Like, it had to be, like, even if, like, we were doing something fucking stupid, like, it, it's something in that conversation had to be professional. It was so fucking weird. <laughs> so, like, he came into the backyard. Do you want your name to be Richie Esquire? <laughs> and, like, maybe, I don't know, it was, it was the afternoon, I know that it was fucking warm out. Because we were all sitting there in the backyard. Maybe we were smoking a little something. Maybe we were drinking a little something. Who knows? We were fucking younger. I know we were definitely in fucking still high school. Or maybe a little bit after that. And the best part was. Is that he came in and he had this. Manila envelope. Okay. So What like a fucking FBI document? Like I swear. Wait, document? wait wait wait. So you're going to love this. Did he come in with sunglasses. The black suit on and a tie. Wait so wait. I didn't tell you the specific story. No. Okay. So you got to picture this. So now. My backyard. Okay. There was a street. There was a driveway. And then the backyard. And then there was the. You would walk up a path. And then there was the deck. That kind of. It was like raised. So you could see the. You could pretty much see the street. You knew who was fucking coming in. And I always had my spot. At the fucking, like, when it's your house, you always have your spot mm-hmm. at, like, the deck table. Like, that's my fucking spot. Get the fuck out of there. Like, in uh, 12 Monkeys, like, when he's fucking, get out of my fucking seat. Like, fucking, that was my chair. So, Fungul fucking comes up. First thing I notice. Now, he came there. With, there was a bunch of us there. But he came there, and he was just like, I have something that we need to talk about. Okay. I have an idea. And it was a great fucking idea. Now, you have to picture this, and I am going to bring you to where I grew up in Nutley. Like, because literally, we were on, I was on a street. There was no reason to go down my street unless you knew someone there or you, you were, were like, running from the police. No, not even that. Like, it was just, it was such a good location because it's either if you knew someone there or you lived there. Like, there was no other reason for any other car to drive down my street. There was no, like, that excuse, like, oh, I got lost. Like, I made a wrong turn. No. This fucking street was just, it was off two main fucking roads, and there was no reason to drive down it. And the best part was, if you took the one street up, that was the fields, what I used to talk about on previous mm-hmm. podcasts, um, which all the power lines were. The big fucking, like, that, it literally ran through different towns. And we always joked around, that's how we got fucked up, that's why we did stupid shit. Yes, I have talked about this before, but once again, it's a rehash. So we're sitting there at the table, and I literally sat there, I'm like, alright, I'm like, Fungul's here, obviously, you know, he hasn't been on the podcast yet, so Fungul will be his name. Um, even though I did say fucking Atelio before, but whatever, go well, fuck yourself. Alright, so, um, alright, he's here, and he's got this fucking manila envelope, and He's always full of energy. Like, when you meet him, he is always fucking full of energy. He's always fucking sitting there talking about, like, how he's got to do this, how he's got to do that. One of the greatest fucking kids I've ever met in my life. He's always fucking full. Even, like, when he's, like, down, he's fucking, like, he's, there's just an energy towards him. Like, dude, dude, do you know why I'm so upset? Do you know why I'm so, I'm going to fucking tell you why I'm so upset. Why I'm fucking upset? And he gets really close and he does this thing, like, where he has to, like, put his shoulder into you. Oh, he does, like, the old guy thing. Yeah, like, you know why I'm so upset? But it, he never has, like, this down face on him. He's always just like, you know why I'm so fucked? Because these motherfuckers get away with this fucking shit. And I always sit there and look at him, and <laughs> I never get bored. I'm like, please tell me more. I want to fucking know. But anyway, getting back to the fucking story. 
the first thing I see is this large manila envelope that he's fucking carrying. And I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be fucking great. Whatever he has in this fucking envelope, before he got here, he told me that he needed to talk to me about something. That he needed to put it in a fucking envelope, seal it, and bring it here. It was oh, it, everything. Like he was bringing you to fucking Kennedy's assassination plan. Dude, it was fucking great. Dude, I found this in my grandfather's basement. <laughs> and see, the thing was, though, about me and him, like the relationship, like the friendship, was that I am, like, and obviously everyone knows, I am, like, that dramatic. But he's more of, like, the, uh, what can I call it? Like, the material, like, showmanship. Like, I can be fucking, like. He's the salesman. Like, yeah, like, and he is a fucking salesman, which is the great part. Yeah. So I, he starts walking up the path, and now everyone else is having fun. Like, they're, we're, we're playing Palace and everything like that. And immediately, I'm just, I'm focusing on this envelope that I know he's going to walk up the stairs of the deck. Is it like the briefcase and fucking, uh, <coughs> oh, fuck, uh, Pulp Fiction? Oh, my God. Well, I, you know what? Yes, that's exactly what it was like. Because he literally came up and he does the thing where he talks with his hands too, just like I do. And he's like, Richie, I got this fucking idea. I'm like, all right, what's the idea? He goes, I want to make a movie. Now, we've always talked about that. We always talked about like making a movie, doing a screenplay. I actually wrote something like that. And that's like where we got into the idea. Because I wrote something for like this NYU Film Academy like fucking like contest or whatever. And I actually fucking got like accepted. It was like a clerks type movie. The only fucking problem is, is I didn't have the money to copyright or do whatever it was at the time. I didn't know the back doors that you could, like, fucking go through to get you copyrighted. They just wanted money. Yeah. That's what they wanted. They just wanted money saying, okay, well, yeah, you 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 made it into this bracket, but now you got to pay us. And I'm like, I thought it was a fucking contest where you guys pay for everything. Once I, thought, I give you the idea. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work out like that. It was like, okay, great idea. We're telling you it's a great idea, but now you got to pay us in order to fucking do it. I didn't have the money at the time. I was fucking 16, 17 years old. Whatever. Fuck that. So he slams his fucking manila envelope on the fucking table. And he does the thing where he opens it up and he takes it out. And it's called the Powerline Kits. And immediately, me and him looked at each other. I was like, dude, that's a fucking great fucking idea. Like, to do something, like, towards, like, a Clerks-type movie, but he was more of, like, the horror movie aspect. He wanted... It's almost like a trauma movie. Yeah, yes, exactly. Because, of course, anybody who's not familiar, trauma mm. is actually based out of New Jersey. Yes. Trauma films. The Toxic Avenger. Um, what else? Uh, exactly. Uh, isn't Attack of Killer Tomatoes a trauma film, too, I think? I believe it is. So. And he sat there, and he was just, he was telling me the ideas... And then, of course, like, I was putting my two cents in because I, I forgot what the fuck he was, like, I specifically talking about. Which, yeah, I, I my memory kind of slips with that only because he came while we were all, like, partying in the backyard and he came in, like, just walking straight. But I thought it was a fucking really good concept. And that name always stuck with us. It always stuck with him and always stuck with everything. So when I first got this podcast fucking started... And I know I said this before, but just once again to re-fucking hash because now my brain is resetting and I want to get back on that fucking abstract of the fact that me and him sat there and he came up with the fucking name. I thought it was fucking awesome and it just died. That whole fucking concept of us doing something because then what happened? Then he started, he was going to school and then, you know, he, he got married and Everything, you know, like, he's, we still have these ideas. We still fucking talked about it. And what I wanted to do was to keep that idea alive and fucking going. 
And so I fucking sat there, and like I said, this wasn't supposed to be a fucking podcast where I'm just sitting there fucking complaining, you're sitting there fucking complaining, being fucking angry, us just fucking talking. I literally was trying to record a fucking song, I was complaining that I couldn't get it right, I accidentally fucking uploaded it, and fucking someone just said, yeah, do that. And then I fucking started doing it, and it was just like, you know what, yeah, I can do a fucking podcast. A lot of the comedians I listen to do a podcast, whatever, let's fucking do it. So, Jesus Christ, did I just lose my place? Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. You see, Nancy, my brain isn't completely reset 100%. Excuse me, I need to take a fucking sip. Yeah, so, Troma, basically, their headquarters right now is in uh, New York, New York. It was founded in 74. Um, the movies they made were things like Toxic Avenger. Um, I'm trying to actually pull all the information up. The... Uh, High, uh, the one high school movie fucking class of like I think like 1984 or something and uh, <clears throat> the uh, let's see Beware of Children at Play Blood Junkie Blood Sucking Freaks uh, Cannibal Musical Combat Shock um, The Toxic Avengers Trauma, Trauma's War Tromeo and Juliet Vegas in Space all the Toxic Avenger films um but yeah, those Surf Nazis Must Die, which is another fucking That was a fucking movie. great fucking movie. And you know what? That fucking actually brings me back on track. See? Thank you, Mr. Black. No problem. All right. See, now now the point that I was trying to make with like the Powerline kids and everything like that is that I kind of lost fucking focus on like really like what I was like fucking complaining about. It was just stupid shit that I fucking saw every day that fucking no one ever fucking talked about or they fucking did talk about and we just, you talk about it with fucking friends and say, yeah, can you fucking believe that happened? Can you believe this fucking happened? Blah, 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 etc. Um, and I really, really want to fucking get back on track with that. I really want to fucking start talking about the fucking shit that pisses me off and you know what? The last fucking year has been fucking devastating. It's been absolutely fucking devastating. I don't think I've ever gone through as much shit that I've fucking gone through in the last fucking year than I have in this past fucking year. 2019, I mean, you know what? When 2008, I, you know what? Was it because it's an odd year? Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, and the best part was is I remember, I remember December. And I know other fucking people remember December of fucking 2018 too. Remember, remember. Oh, I remember. December I know. December of 18. But I remember like New Year's Eve. Alright, this past New Year's Eve, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but I literally was here. I was just, I was with the dog. I was with the, it's depressing and miserable as that fucking sounds. I was by myself with the fucking dog. I had a few cocktails. I didn't didn't meet you yet. No, well, no, 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 you did, but we didn't have this going. There was like none of this shit. You didn't come to the party. No, I didn't. I didn't come to the party because I was still, it, this was all fresh. I was, I was only down here for like, fuck, what, like five months. And I was still fucking trying to like get my bearings, like what the fuck I need to do. Am I staying down here? Am I fucking leaving? Should Am I, I going stay to... or should I go? And I, I remember like the ball was fucking dropping. I, I literally think I watched the ball fucking drop. I think I got like a text message from a couple different people like, oh, fucking happy new year, motherfucker. And it's just like, ah, all right. I'm just sitting here with the dog, 
raise the glass to her. And then new I think, year, new you. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And I, I remember I had a text message from a relative that literally was like, all right, well, I'd, I'd love her for it. She, always, she says it every year. Um, 2019 will be better. You, you love the people that fucking say that? That's one of the things that fucking pisses me off. Is like those people that know that you've had a bad fucking year. And then they wait until like New Year's Eve to be like, you know what, Richie? 2018 wasn't your year. 2019 will be better. Why? Because it's January fucking 1st. It's just another fucking day to me. I know I talked about this before. Like days are just days now. Like and the new year. Like I don't get that shit. I don't get. I mean, I get it in the aspect of pretty much everyone being an asshole. Oh my god, it's coming back. Sorry guys, it's coming back. I'm becoming an asshole. Well, 2018 was bad for. I mean, it's bad for me too. So shit. But you know, not even that though. I'm talking about the concept that it fucking takes a fucking ball to drop a fucking ball that is made. It's full of, of lights. Waterford crystal. Oh my god, and then these fucking people, they fucking, yeah, these fucking people, they sit there. And Two days before. But not even that, it's just the concept of just, alright, the whole year was shitty, alright, but when this ball drops, everything's gonna be good. Everything's gonna be perfectly fine. As soon as that ball, then the ball lights up and it says, 2000, fuck you, everything's just gonna be perfectly fine. Like, Why? Why does it take the ball drop? Why does it take January fucking 1st to fucking make that happen? I remember getting that, that, that text saying, hopefully 2019 will be a better year for you. And I have to fucking say, I fell into it. I never really fell into that before. I never fell into that fucking, that, that scenario to where I literally sat there. I was just like, all right, 2018 did suck. Oh my god, I'm actually realizing the last fucking couple years of my life have really fucking sucked. I've made some bad fucking decisions. I've made some bad fucking decisions. Oh my god. I just want to fucking beat myself in the head with my own fucking shoes. But I remember, like I said, getting back on track. I remember her sending me the fucking text saying, you know, 2019 will be better. And I started out 2019 with the mindset... Excuse me, I have to take a sip. That everything would be better. I really did. I really fucking sat there thinking, all right, this is going to be the year. I did the asshole thing. This is going to be the year where I do this, where I do that. And then the more the months went on, and then the more I started realizing that I talk to the dog before I go to bed... The more I fucking started to realize that it was, uh, it went completely opposite of what I thought the year would be. Completely fucking opposite. It really fucking did. Like, seriously. Everything that I thought was gonna happen right literally took a complete 180, and the best part was, is I saw it happening. I fucking saw it happen. Oh, so you were like the guy in front of the roller coaster when he jumped off the rails and you seen everything. Ex- and survived. But, like, I'm literally now, like, like as my brain's starting to fucking reset, like, I'm sitting there going, like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I saw... You know, like, you ever do... Th- like, besides the roller coaster thing. Like, you ever... What, what's the... What's, an, what's another good fucking example? Car crash? 
No, no, no. But it's like, um, all right, let's let's. You love to. We we talk about how we need to get you off the road. Right. All right. Let's say you're driving home and someone fucking tells you there's going to be traffic on that road. And, like, there's never traffic on that road, but someone else tells you that there's going to be traffic. Like, you're like, no, I've been driving home down that road for, like, the last 20 years of my life. There's no fucking way that this random person is just going to tell me, no, I'm going to, no, I'm going to fucking go down that road. And they're like, stop, like, fucking take the other road because there's traffic. Like, no, 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 I know exactly what to do. I know how to maneuver through it. I know exactly how... I know exactly what to do. I've been driving down this road my entire life. There's no fucking way I'm going to get caught in this traffic from a person that's only fucking known me for like this however many much time or whatever. Fuck it. I'm still going to go down that road. And then you leave. You go down that road. And the first thing you see is that fucking three miles of brake lights. You just fucking sit. But then even when you get, you're still telling yourself like, it'll clear clear up. It'll clear up. No, no, no. These aren't brake lights. They're just slowing down. They're just slowing down. It's it's slow-moving traffic. And then finally, you're in like fucking 45 minutes of it. You should have been home 10 minutes ago. And you're just going like, fuck, I should have listened to that motherfucker. And the best part, you're getting a text from that person being like, I've been home for like fucking a half hour already. Mm. What are you doing? I'm sitting in traffic still. Wait, did you take that road? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> like fu- an idiot. I told you not to take it. Uh, I just wanted to test it out. I just wanted to see if I could fucking just test this out and see if my theory would be right. And then you get home four hours later. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? You walk through the door. You see the dog. <clears throat> and then you talk to the dog mm-hmm. and say, I should have listened. To everybody. <sighs> but then the next day... You wake up, and then you tell yourself, it was just one night. Mm-hmm. It was just one night of traffic. It can't what, happen again. What are the fucking chances that this person was fucking right about one night of fucking traffic? Like, fuck that. So anyway, the whole theme is, uh, I'm just fucking angry. I'm fucking angry at the fact that, I'm angry at the fact that I fucking made fucking decisions to where I thought there would be no fucking traffic. And the whole point is, though, is that I made the decision to fucking get on the road. So it's not me. It's not like it's not only that person that was fucking telling me that there was going to be traffic. Like, I'm not pissed. Like, I'm literally sitting myself and once again, getting into the whole fucking 2019. We got all this shit coming up with 2020. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to hear, excuse me, I'm starting to hear people now. 2020 is going to be different. I'm starting to hear elections. I'm starting to hear fucking jobs, fucking, I don't know, just fucking, fucking school shootings, fucking all this shit, oh, gun control, fuck. And I'm literally fucking starting to get back into the point to like where I'm just like, uh, I, I just, I don't think any year is going to be any fucking, any different. And this is the Richie-O that I miss. This is the way I used to talk. No year is going to be fucking different. And you know what? In my opinion, when people say, well, it's what you make of it. It's what you make of it, and it's how you deal with shit and everything like that. I don't fucking agree with that at all. I don't agree with that that at all. Because unless you are perfectly fucking isolated and alone, that's how you make everything better for yourself. 
perfectly isolated, alone, no contact, no nothing, no fucking internet, no fucking... Because you're always going to have someone fucking telling you, like, things are going to get better. Nothing ever gets better unless you're fucking... Uh, in my opinion, unless you're alone. Because even... And I'm not going to say this, like, in a bad way. Try And I'm glad that Mr. Black is here. I'm waiting for it. Because if if this was me by myself doing, like, the old podcast, like, the way that I fucking did it, where I was just fucking complaining about shit, I had no one to bounce my ideas off of or anything like that. I just gave my fucking opinions. But in my opinion, like, unless you're fucking, once again, unless you're fucking alone and you don't have someone, and I'm not saying this about Mr. Black or, like, anybody that I know because I do appreciate the fucking opinions. I do appreciate that. But I'm talking about that whole concept where someone tells you that a year is going to be better or the next month is going to be better. And I've actually said to Mr. Black, like, I've asked him that question, like, is everything going to be okay? No, everything's not. Everything is not going to be okay. And I'm going to get dark and dismal as much as I fucking can. Excuse me, I need to take a fucking sip. Because you want to know something... Nothing gets better unless you have people around you that make things better for you. If you're going to be around, if you're not going to be completely fucking alone, unless you have people that make things better for you, which I thought I was fucking doing. I really thought, I thought, and you know what, maybe this is like the the fucking point where I did a, I did a podcast. You guys can go back and look at it. Um, Magnum actually gave me uh, this piece of paper, these couple pieces of paper. It was called Episode Ego. And um, she worked a lot with people uh, and everything like that. And, you know, she read a lot of psychology stuff, just like I did. And she gave me this. And not saying that I was egotistical or anything like that. She just gave it to me to read because she said the way that I project, the way that I talk. And I literally disproved everything fucking in that. But anyway, that was a funny one. I actually do enjoy listening to that. Nar- narcissism. No, I'm def- I can't be narcissistic. I'm too miserable. I'm way too miserable to be narcissistic. Um, and that's fact. You can look it up. It's in a book. Way too miserable to be narcissistic. Um, but the thing is, is that unless you have, like, constant fucking people that aren't trying to, like, fucking... And this is the thing, like, fucking... That aren't trying to use, like, what you're fucking using as, like, you're fucking talking... If it's genuine care, it's genuine fucking care, and it's hard to find. It really fucking is hard to find nowadays, and I'm sure that you guys can fucking agree with the same fucking thing. I mean, that person that fucking holds the door open for you, and then you walk by and you don't fucking say thank you because you're having a bad morning, and they give you the face like, "Well, what the fuck? I held the door open for you. Can't even say like a fucking thank you." Like you immediately need to turn around and be like, "Listen, motherfucker." I'm out of a very bad morning. I'm sorry I didn't fucking say thank you for holding the door open for me. Like, I really do appreciate me. Or I really do appreciate the fact that you did that. And you know what? You've known me every fucking day up until this point. And because this one day I didn't fucking say thank you, you got to give me that fucking look. Like, go fuck yourself. Your ass is purple. And that's it. Just move on with your fucking day. (laughs) Your ass is purple. Like a baboon. Like, I, 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 and I really just, I can't fucking stand it anymore. I can't fucking stand, like, the constant recognition that fucking needs to fucking go on. Like, can't people just fucking do things just to fucking do them anymore? 
No, like everybody just, needs something. That's something I've realized over. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I can honestly say because I am older than you. You are. So I, I can see it from, and I can use the phrase, I've learned from experience. I've seen it with my own eyes, and it happens everywhere. Whether you're at a fucking convenience store, you're at your place of business. Um, case in, uh, good, good case in point, actually. Saturday. I have to work Saturdays. It's a four-hour shift. It's not a big deal. I'm in from 7 to 11. Saturday, stop to get my normal stuff for work. So, which is usually in the morning, it's just a Starbucks, double shot, a bottle of water, and an iced tea. And breakfast. God damn. Yeah. That's a fucking list. That's a list. That's my normal. It's it's half of the normal stuff I get. I usually get like two bottles of water and two things to drink for lunch. But since I'm going home before lunchtime, I only get a bot one bottle of water. I get the Starbucks because after like 10 o'clock, I need something to keep me fucking going. Um, so the kid I was working with, I actually got him a Starbucks. So that was sweet. The nice thing, well, I because he's no, I'm saying I'm actually say I'm actually giving like a yeah. genuine compliment. Like, no, he was he was like he was saying how he was tired and shit, and I was like, all right, you know, I got two of them. I'll give him one, not expecting anything in return, because that's the type of person I am, just like Richie. <laughs> um. And uh, Monday, he goes out and grabs. He's like, oh, I'm going to run out and grab lunch real quick. I was like, all right, no problem. Go ahead. He ran out. He comes back. And um, I'm sitting there doing some stuff, checking some stuff in. And uh, he turns around and he's like, you know, he puts his Starbucks down behind me. Didn't even realize it was there. I walked away, came back, and he go, and I said to him, uh, you left your other can of Starbucks up here. He goes, no, no, I got one for you too. And I was like, oh, thanks. You didn't have to. He's like, no, you got me one on Saturday. He goes, I really appreciated it. And he goes, I figured I would pay back the favor. And I was like, oh, all right. So, you know, here's somebody who, you know, at least did the did a nice thing. And, uh, you know, but we find people in that, in our lives, we know the people that are going to fucking turn their backs on us. At least most of us do. <laughs> I've learned from experience. It's been a long, hard road that I've had to deal with. And a lot of people who I thought were my friends turned around. And the minute I really needed someone to lean on for stuff, I kind of found out who my real friends were. And that's the fucked up part. Because I've gone out of my way for certain people. I've done certain things for people that I... Because I thought they were my friends. And the minute I needed them for something, and it was just really someone to fucking sit there and listen to me because of what was going on with my health situation, fucking turned their back on me and acted like I did nothing for them. And it's the old fucking, I was thinking, was running through my head of, well, what have you done for me lately? And you see, and you know what though? This is, I think, how me and you differ in this, which is not a bad thing. This is now my brain resetting. This is why I wanted, really wanted to fucking do the podcast with you. Because we definitely do, like me and Mikey, we have fucking different mindsets. Just like me and Kramer, mm -hmm. just like me and Fungul and everything like that. And I really want you to dive into this. <coughs> like, you have that mindset to where, and it's perfectly fine. Because I'm definitely a unique character. 
I am definitely a unique character to where, like what you just said just now. They turn their back on you and everything like that. You realize who your true friends were and everything like that. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me in my brain to where I don't... That that click doesn't come in. Like, that click doesn't come in to, like, where I've... There have been numerous... And, and Mikey will fucking agree. There have been numerous amounts of times, like, where me and Mikey just stopped talking out of nowhere. It was something fucking stupid that happened. But in my mind... Like, it's it's not that life went on. It was like I knew something was wrong because we stopped talking. But I don't know. I, I think I had this, like... And this is the fucking thing that people always fucking yell at me about. I had that positive... Even though I'm... This is... All right. Give your opinion. I'm so fucking negative. But when negative shit happens to me, I always have that positive outlook. How the fuck is that possible? Like, the worst shit could fucking happen... And I'll literally just sit there, and it, I, it's, I looked it up. It's not passive-aggressive. I'm no. not passive-aggressive because I still, I, I'm fucking angry, and I, I don't, I'll fucking do things, and I looked it up. It's not passive-aggressive. I can't be passive-aggressive because I'm fucking miserable and fucking angry all the fucking time. It's like, what did I look up? Passive-aggressive was just like, you have a positive outlook, even though, like, bad shit fucking happens, whatever. But I have a positive outlook to where it's not that I don't care. But, and it's also not the other point, too. Like, um, I read one fucking thing. Like, I was trying to, alright, let's put it this way. I was trying to look up my personality. I was trying to look up, like, my personality, like, uh, the way that, like, I talk about things and everything like that. So, if, listeners, if you want to fucking chime in and let let me know what you fucking think. So, like, let's say... I don't know. Tomorrow you came here and kicked my dog. <laughs> Let's wait. I'm trying to bring up the dumbest scenario, but it's also one of the biggest because you know how much I care about my dog. Right. All right. So, but it's a dumb fucking scenario. Like who would just fucking come here? And so let's picture this. Mr. Black comes here tomorrow. Okay. We finish this podcast. Tomorrow's a new day. Me and him are perfectly fine during the day. We're just talking. Everything's fucking perfectly great. He fucking comes here, and the first thing he does is say, Hi, Richie. Sees my dog. Kicks her in the fucking gut. She's injured. Not, didn't, doesn't kill her. Nothing severe. She's injured. She crawls underneath the bed. She stays there the entire night. I'm fucking pissed off that he fucking did it. He apologizes and says, I'm sorry I did that. I sit there and I go, What the fuck is wrong with you? That you, the whole day was perfectly fucking fine. You come here, you, the first thing you do is fucking kick my dog in the gut. You know she's upset. And I'm literally trying to sit there the whole time and I'm going, it's not me. Like, I'm sitting there going, like, I'm, Psychosomatic? Is that what it is? Psychosomatic. Like, but, and, and. Because, yeah, it's like you. But then, like, I kick you out. Like, I'm like, just fucking leave. Get the fuck out of here. Like, who the fuck does that? Who the fuck comes here after a fucking great day of fucking, like, I don't know, you were telling me jokes, I was responding to them, I told you jokes, and the first thing you fucking do when you walk through the door is just be like, hi, Richie, oh, hi, Eris, and you fucking kick her in the gut, I yell at you, then you get upset and be like, oh, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that, it was such a great fucking day, I thought I could do that, I thought I could, I thought we knew each other well enough to where I could just come here and just be like, I can kick your fucking dog, it's... Now here's the thing. Wait, I gotta look it up. wait, you didn't even realize what I just said. 
that's the way my brain works. Right. Is that I'm literally sitting there going, he thought he could fucking do that. He thought he could come here and just kick my dog. He thought... He- By the way, if no one's getting the reference of kicking my dog, it's a jerky boys thing from back in the 90s. You kicked my dog. So that's why I'm using that. If people are sitting there going, why is he bringing up that? That's what it is. Um, But then the thing is, is that a day will go by or two days will go by. And I'm not even pissed off of the fact that you kicked the dog because the dog's fine. I'm expecting you to come over here and even though she's a dog... I want you not to apologize to me. Apologize to, to the dog. Fucking apologize to the dog and be like, "Why the f-? like? I'm so sorry. I did." But the, it's not only. Well, apolog- no, the, actually, I just looked up psychosomatic, and it's a psychosomatic disease which involves both body and mind. Um, some physical diseases, although particularly prone to. I be love made the worse fact that you're like the oracle right by now. Me, yeah, by mental factors uh, such as stress and anxiety. Your current mental state can affect how bad a physical disease is at any given time. So, certain that... And we're both not doctors, by the way. No, this, is the, this is the internet. This is uh, We went on God, actually. Um, I'm going to keep referring to Google as God constantly. Um, but yeah, so that's, that might be the result of another issue that you have that we won't get into. Um, what, the girl thing? No, the blood thing. Oh. So. You think that's my... What? It, it says it, that in the stomach pain when you feel someone, something doesn't... You think there's going to be a problem, it, in, it occurs stomach pain. Oh, wait, the, the intuition. The intuition thing, yeah. So that's like a psychosomatic thing. Um, I don't know. Um, misery loves company? Fucking no. It, maybe fucking it is... That, maybe, that, no, it may, no maybe that. it could, could be that. Mis- you know? I mean, how many people out there fucking put themselves through fucking constant fucking shit... Realize what's going on, and then just, I've done that though. See, like, uh, but see, have you to see now? This is the debate. Yes, have I you have done it like me. Yes, with my exes, and that's part of that's Mrs. Black brings it up occasionally. And she goes, No matter what this person has done to you, you will still talk to them, you'll still associate with them. She's like, When is enough enough? But see, though, and and this is the well, I understand what you're saying about the exes. But it's not just with people. Right. It's not just with people. It's with certain situations that I would go through. Like, um, Well, I'm just saying using that from, like, that's my thing that she picks out. Um, I'm not sure. All right. So, well, well, let's bring this up. And this will be something the audience can fucking, like, let's yeah. bring up, like, the smokers that, that we fucking, that listen to us and everything like that. Like... Smokers, we know you're out there. Wait. So, fucking, like, I'm, I'm literally holding up my cigarette right now. Isn't this a form of insanity? Well, actually, yeah, for both of us. But but for every other smoker on mm-hmm. the face of the planet right now. See, this is the shit well, that... Well, it's, it's actually... It's a drug. Okay. Now, see, I can go with that. Mm-hmm. I can go with the fact that... But are we making an excuse for it? Saying that it's a drug. Mm-mm. Why? Because then someone else is going to sit there and be like, Well, I never smoked. Or I did smoke for a certain amount of time. But I quit. Yeah, but I, I get that from people. I, I quit cold turkey. I sm- yeah. I had I, my grandfather alone fucking told me he smoked mm-hmm. until he was thirty, and then he fucking gave the carton to my grandmother and said, "Only give me a fucking cigarette when I ask for one." And he never fucking picked up another fucking cigarette. I love that fucking story. Yeah. But what the fuck was going on in your life at the time? And see, this is the fucked up part. Mm-hmm. This is why I get angry. 
because everyone has and you know what I catch myself doing it I catch myself doing it and I do it on the fucking podcast and I don't try to give advice I don't try to fucking give advice about anything I just fucking complain and that that once again that this is just me fucking complaining I fucking hate the people that sit there and be like ah you shouldn't fucking smoke I smoked for this how many fucking years and uh, I had all these fucking problems. Well, and then I quit and I was quick. I quit cold turkey. I knew everything went away. But then you have the fucking people that sit there and go, I smoked my entire life. I got diagnosed with lung cancer and I smoked until the day I died. Yep. George Burns. Like, what's the difference between those people and the people that could sit there and fucking quit cold turkey? It's who the fuck knows. Is, is it mindset? Is it bec- And this is what I'm trying to fucking think of. Like, did that person that fucking quit cold turkey sit there and go, my life is so good right now, I can fucking quit because I got all no this shit lined up. I know I'm going to fucking be able to quit. I'm going to get fat. I'm going to fucking sit there and be, ah, yeah, I fucking quit smoking and everything like that because that's usually what happens. That's the thing that I always hear from people that mm-hmm. quit cold turkey. Yeah, I quit cold turkey but I gained 30, 40 fucking pounds. Mm-hmm. Once again, not worried about that. If anything, I need to fucking gain weight. Okay? But I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the concept, the theory that comes out of fucking people's fucking mouths when they sit there and they go, and it's not just cigarettes though. I brought up the one thing, cigarettes. And people who do it drinking too. But not only, but it, let's, let's get off of bad things. Let's get off of smoking, drinking. Let's talk about, like, uh, other bad happens. It could be gambling. It could be fucking, like, oh, I realized the road I was going down, I just Let's fucking stopped. Get, get completely, if we're going to bed, get completely off anything negative, you know, which which rules out everything, pretty much. Think the stuff people use uh, do normally every day, or have normally every day. I have people who, like, I've, I haven't drank coffee in, like, Exactly. I was years. just about to You know, say. it's well why? It's just one day I decided that I didn't need it anymore. Or, or it, it was bothering me. Or uh, or like uh Sammy Davis. Like when uh, the the one conversation I literally had with Sammy Davis, like uh the one thing I was interested in was the vegetarian thing. The vegan thing. You know, like just one day which is not a bad thing. Mm-mm. It if you think that's gonna be but a lot of the other people sit there and go, That's not healthy. You need protein you need the meat and everything like that because you were raised like you were conceived from a person that was eating meat who was also conceived from a person that ate meat and everything like that you're literally breaking a generation cycle that's been going on for god knows how long in your fucking family and there's nothing wrong with it i'm not saying anything bad mm-hmm. you want to be a vegetarian fine Ooh, okay no i've had people who actually good example um I think an ash just went into my fucking drink. Did you ash in your drink? No, no, I, I didn't ash in my drink. Oh, you ash and it blew over I in your drink? I think it blew over um, my drink. Yeah, it's okay. Give it a little more flavor. Um, I actually had a teacher who actually lives by my mom, who who, te- who I believe still teaches at my high school. Um, he may be retired now. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. But I ran into him about a year and a half ago, at least. I was driving home from my mom's house, and I decided to take a different route. I went up and down the block where he lives on. You went a different route. I did, went a different way. And he was outside cutting his grass. And I, I, had it, I stopped, and I, first I wasn't sure it was him. What kind of lawnmower did he have? If he was like an old guy, did he have one of those ones? No, he had fucking a regular lawnmower, regular. you know. 
and he was I, I wasn't sure it was him because he had lost so much weight and I started talking to him and he's like oh what's going on so I started telling him and he goes man he goes uh he goes listen I'm uh I'm um mm. I switched and I'm actually doing a vegan diet I said get out of here and he lost um a lot of weight doing that and he was a very I mean you figure I've been out of high school for 20 years and I had him so 24 years I've seen this this guy because of course he lives in the neighborhood and he was always heavy and then like I said a year and a half ago I, I drive by and he had switched his diet and he lost a lot of weight because he was starting to exercise and he was eating on a doing a vegan diet to, to get healthy and he was like this is great and I talked to people I had a personal trainer at one point who was like you can switch your diet just do this this and this cut this this and this out the biggest thing I cut out really of my diet is I don't drink a lot of soda anymore I do tonight unfortunately just because I wanted vanilla coke but oh, vanilla coke is shit. <laughs> So, but I don't normally drink a lot of soda. I mostly drink my water favorite and soda. By the way, is vanilla coke. I fucking love vanilla coke. So, um, so I picked it up tonight just because I wanted it. I picked it up a couple nights, um, because you get that craving once in a while. In moderation, it's fine. But not drinking the extra sugar, I actually lost a lot of weight. I lost sixty pounds doing it. Congratulations when I when I did that. And then um, it it was one of those things where it's just like I went back and I was like, what was the big draw to this? What was that fix that I needed? And I realized it wasn't the taste of it. It wasn't the taste of drinking the soda. It was just I was in that fucking loop of just constantly the same routine over and over again. And this is what I love. This is see now. This is what I wanted. And this is exactly... And what, you have to break the cycle. Wait, Once this, you break but the, that no, cycle... No, but see, since you just said that, this is what we needed. Because I'm the exact opposite. I'm the exact opposite. It's not... It wasn't a routine. It was the... It's the fact that, like, if I drink soda uh, or any type of other drink that it doesn't have to do with water, it's not... It's not just soda. It's fucking anything else. It's because it's the taste. It's uh, like I fucking constantly sit there and like if I just, I try to drink water as much as I can. Like that's my one routine. I was brought up like, and the one thing I learned like fucking in school, one thing that like stuck with me. And this is is the other thing. Like when I was like learning like in school, whatever, I remember certain things. The body needs water. Mm -hmm. The body needs water. And anytime, like I'm sick right now. Alright, perfect example. I'm sick right now. I'm definitely, which you're definitely fucking getting sick. No, without, Mr. Black says he's not going to fucking get sick. I'm going to go fucking sleep tonight and fucking drink orange juice. I'll be fine. Well, see, and here's the thing. I'm not the person, like, uh, the one woman I work with, she was just like, make sure you go home and you go to the store and you buy these and you buy these and you buy these. And I literally said to her, I'm like, if anything, I'm going to the store, I'm buying a gallon of fucking orange juice, downing it. And then, like, my whole thing is, like, what I learned. Like, you just need to keep yourself hydrated. I drank, I think, today with the water, 
how many is what, what how many ounces is that this is i'm pointing at mr black's water bottle 33.8 fluid ounces okay 33.3 right eight eight 33.3 it's uh one liter all right but i made sure that every time i got up or i did something and now me and mr black or mr black when he used to work there we have the water fountains mm-hmm. anytime i got up even though I had a cup of water or anything at my desk, I fucking made sure that when I went to the bathroom or I fucking went on break or anything like that, even before I went back to my desk, I made sure that I fucking hy- hydrated myself and fucking that's what I did. I made sure that I fucking I did the thing where I ordered chicken noodle soup today for fucking lunch. Mm-hmm. Like I did all that shit. I didn't take any fucking pills. I didn't take any emergency fucking capsules. I need even emergency. Though I did, but even though I did ask for them, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I need a little extra fucking boost. Like, it's like a little bit extra crack. Like, hey, you got a little bit more? You got a little bit more? Can I have some crack? Like, piece? I'm already doing this. And I had, you know what I had today? I had grilled cheese mm-hmm. and soup. And then just on the side, I had need to make sure, because I got my starch, I ordered uh, chili cheese fries. <laughs> Just because you need that, sometimes you need that extra junk food, but I still, like, I needed everything. Need some extra salt. But I'm not the fucking person sitting there being like, okay, I need to take this pill at this time, this pill at this time. The only time I take anything like NyQuil, DayQuil, I'm not not a big fucking pill person. So, it's got to be liquid form. And NyQuil simply has to be the green fucking NyQuil. But see, the thing is, I can't take that. I can't take it. You want to know something? And this is the best part. Once again, getting to the people that can quit cold turkey doing something and then literally go on to something else that helps them fill that need. Like my grandfather. Mm -hmm. He literally sat there and told me when I was 30, the whole carton, give me a cigarette when I want it. But then there was an excuse after it. And this is what I fucking hate. There was an excuse after it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that fucking excuse. I quit smoking, but then I gained 40 pounds because I ate more. Mm -hmm. All right, so you fucking traded one devil for the fucking other. Don't fucking sit here because now he had his fucking weight problems. I'm not saying anything bad. But don't fucking tell me because I'm not quitting what you quit and didn't trade the one devil... For the other devil that I'm doing something wrong because what you quit gave you other fucking problems, you idiot. Yeah, like when I the first time I quit, oh, I, I can't fucking stand it. The first time I quit smoking, um, I used I funny thing I used Swedish Fish. No shit. Yeah. First time I quit. That's so good. I bought a fucking box of Swedish fish. <laughs> I went. I went out to fucking Excuse me, Costco. I need to take a sip for that. Because I love. I one. There's two fucking things that I, I I love for sweets. Swedish fish is one of them. So if I got and like not a, the big fucking ones either. Well, yeah. those are good too. But I like the little like because it reminds me of going to the old fucking soda shop by the house when I was a kid. And the little fucking the little no, not even that. She had them in the box on the counter, and they were a penny a piece. Yes, that's what I was the talking. penny candy. See, now, like, when I, uh, Carol Sweet Shop, that mm-hmm. thing I talked about on the podcast, he had the fish bowls that, you know, those fish bowls that yeah. are turned on the side, mm-hmm. and you literally unscrew it, so he had sweet fish, 
Skittles and everything like yeah. that, and used to take them. Well, you had the scooper. Mm-hmm. And put them in a fucking bag, or you literally pay for it, like, as, as it comes. Yeah. So, like, there was a Swedish fish, and then... Um, Probably had gummy worms, gummy yes. bears. Yes. Yeah. And all that shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking so, about. So, I used that the first time I tried to quit smoking. The second time, which I quit, I quit for about six months, broke up with my girlfriend, so started smoking girl. again. Um... The second time, blow pops. You know what? I use. I, I think I did like those at the... Uh, I was never... See? All right, good. Yeah. I was never a big blow pop person. With well, the gum? Cause, yeah, well, mostly because at the time, I, before dum-dums, you could get dum-dums everywhere. Because I used to oh love dum-dums. I, I did like dum-dums. And the only thing I could find at Costco at the time was bl- blow pops. And, of course, I had to buy the specific one box of Blow Pops they had. Not the assorted flavors. I had to Cherry? get Sour Apple. Oh, oh, God, I fucking hate Sour Apple. Yeah. I hated Sour Apple. See? Say good. So that was the two, the two times I quit smoking. I used both those. And then, again, the same thing. I broke up with my girlfriend and started smoking again. Um, that and a couple other family things happened. But... Um, the that was the vice that you know that I have. I just every time I quit smoking, something happens to the point where I go back to it because for some reason I don't know if it's like my nerves, but it seems to it, it feels like it calms me down that it keeps me level. Almost like someone who fucking like I, I use the uh, thing with my dad, my my real dad. That he can't quit drinking because it'll just fuck him up. He won't be the same person. What do you like? He's gonna like change personalities, or yeah, is he's his gonna health? change personalities, and most likely his health because he's been drinking for so long. I'm I'm fucking forty years old, and he's been drinking since he was eighteen. Like and every my, day. Yeah. No shit. My dad is a functioning alcoholic. He drinks. Uh, he drink when I was a kid. I remember him drinking a thirty pack of beer. No shit. Yep. All right. So wait. So like, is he sitting there? Like when you're younger? Like, yeah, we would be sitting. When there. you say functioning alcoholic, like, are you like he's sitting there drinking and like he's still playing ball? He's still fucking. Yeah. Like, uh, that's fuck. See oh, now, yeah. but see now here. Here's the thing. I want to get back. We would to. go fishing. He would have. His routine in the morning, when we used to, when, when I was younger, I think we talked about this before, once before. We did. Our routine was, I would have see him every other weekend. Our routine in the morning was, we would go to Wawa, by his house, get, he would get his coffee, we would get breakfast there. Then we would go to the sandwich shop, about 10 minutes away from where we were going fish, fishing, to pick up subs. He would get me whatever I wanted. And the place we would walk, he would walk next door and pick up beer. We would go fishing the whole the whole day, and he would be drinking the whole day. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> we would drive. I, I, I really think like my I'm dad like, smoked, and my dad still smokes. He still smokes cools. No shit. Yeah, my dad smokes. He, I mean, shit, he's been smoking for years. He's down a. Last time I talked to him, which of course getting ready for the wedding, so I've talked to my father. He will be there. I can't um, wait to meet him. He's 
down to two packs a day, supposedly, according to his wife. Down to two packs yeah. a day. My hey, dad, yeah, was, yeah, my dad was a three to three and a half pack a day smoker. Yes, yeah, and guess what? You got some good news. I'm down to fucking 40 cigarettes a day. Yeah. So, hey, so, you yeah, got nothing to worry about. Listen, I've been living for this. My, fucking... gra- my His father smoked till right before he died. How old was he when he died? In his 80s. All right. So, so. He, he lived a good life. Yeah. And he smoked until the day he died. So yeah. he did smoke. He, I think he quit when he got di- when he got diagnosed with cancer. Is when he quit. Why? But it was because <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that wrong? Yeah, pretty much. It was because I think his the woman he was married to um, made him quit. Wait, your grandfather got remarried. My grandfather was married. Three times. Jesus fucking Christ. So my first, my grandmother, who All right, was listen, married to originally. I, th- this, wait, before you continue the story, yeah. I literally have to fucking say, I think this is another reason why I'm so fucking messed up. I don't want to fucking be the guy yeah. that has to get married. Multiple times. Multiple times. No. Because the whole thing was, is that I look at, like, my grandparents. Like, yeah, they had their fucking, they had their fights and everything, but it was never fucking... Do I, and this is, now, this is the fucking therapy session. Is it because I didn't see anything that bad for the reason that I just keep doing the same thing? Where I'm like, yeah, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be fine. Everything. Yeah, see, I didn't know my father's father. I didn't meet him until, actually, I never met him. I only talked to him on the phone, like, a couple months before he passed away. And... It's funny because like I went to the I went to my grandfather's funeral and I didn't cry, I wasn't upset. I was there for my dad mostly, you know, as support for him. And I don't know if that makes me like weird, but I didn't see what my father went my father saw and went through with him. So that's the one side of it. Now, my grandparents, my mom's parents, were married until my grandfather passed away. And my grandmother's a widow, and she'll be a widow till, she, till the day she dies. But... Well, it's not like she's going to get any action now. No, she's 80-something, 89 years old. Can you imagine, though, if she did? <laughs> I got a boyfriend. I, yeah, no, no, seriously. Like, imagine she brought, like, a guy to the wedding. Oh, that'd be horrible. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. What I want a picture... Wait, this is what I want a picture. Just to make everything a little bit comedic. I can't wait to meet your family. I fucking really can't wait. But now that you just said that, I really, I don't know what, I'm going to, my brain resetting. My, I'm, my brain resetting. I'm literally going to like the fucking comedic point to where I literally want to meet your grandmother now to where she has a guy that's like younger than me. Be like, he said it was a plus one. And like, I'm talking to the guy just being like, so how did you two meet? Just like, oh, well, she was... I was outside trimming the bushes and... And No, no, not even that. Like, I couldn't get the the envelope in the mailbox and then this, like, 20-something-year-old came up and was just like, I'm going to school for this at the college down the road. And that's how they hit it off. (laughs) Just like, he he knows about the mailbox. And the guy just sitting there being like, I think old ladies are hot. And, like, you having to explain the situation to me, just be like... Just ask me after the wedding. Yeah. I just want to just get. Just ask through, me after the wedding. When I I'm, just want to get through this day. When I, <laughs> I just don't understand why this younger guy is sitting here. I don't know. Supposedly something happened at the fucking post office, to where this guy was just like, "You didn't lick the stamp good enough. I'll show you how to do it." And she was just like, "Where have you been all my life?" 
No. And they're like 60 years apart. The, the, the best is, no, I'm going to need you after the wedding to help me put his body in the dumpster behind the event hall. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so continue. So, I'm sorry. This is all I'm thinking about. So, yeah, so my grandmother, unfortunately, now pretty much has no filter. So she speaks her fucking mind, which is great at times. Which is even greater than so, the fact that I just thought she's of that. Fucking see, she's fucking... She's had a fucking... Just she will just blurt shit out, but she's your typical like old person who just doesn't give a fuck anymore, and just does what they want. So it's like fucking hilarious. Um, but no, but they were married forever, you know, in my eyes, and that's like the one fucked up thing. It's like you you see that who you hear like I heard the stories about them, like my grandfather when he was younger. Supposedly was like a really fucking raging alcoholic after the military, and I see the, the, and that the, was like the weird thing. Like supposedly, I mean, my grandfather, according to what the stories I heard, which some semblance from everybody in the family that I've heard, he stopped drinking shortly before I was born. All right, so I can get that, but it, once again, now my brain resetting. So your grandfather was in the military, right? Yeah. So now I still have to fucking ask the question. So in our society, you go through the military and everything like that. Everything is should be A-OK. Like all the old movies we watch oh, yeah. and everything like that. Fathers or grandfathers in the military and everything like that. But there's still fucked up shit that happens to everyone. You don't have to be a fucking crack addict to have something bad go on. No. You, you got, could be part of the United States, States military, military and get shit on the minute you get home. But, but whoa, 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 no, no. That's not the direction I was going in. Not to say that they don't get shit on, but things that happen. Well, I was where, talking about you come home, you think everything's okay. You walk in. Because you're Your talk. house is empty. Because you're taught. Right. And if you do this, you're a you're, good... You're a good person. Gold star on yeah. the fucking head, which goes into religion, too. Mm-hmm. You follow this religion, gold star on the fucking head. You get to talk to St. Peter. But no gold star for a person that goes through... Hasn't been in the military. Yeah. Hasn't gone... To, you went to Catholic school. Oh, God. I didn't go to Catholic school. I went to CCD. Yeah, I almost. Fine. I think... Wait... <laughs> But no gold star in my head. But yet, I make wrong fucking decisions. No gold star in my fucking head. And literally, I have to deal with fucking people. Which, your grandfather, my grandfather, mm-hmm. my both my grandfather. My grandfather was in Vietnam, got fucking shot. Yeah, my grandfather was in Korea. He got fucking... Gold star. Hit with fucking uh, shrapnel. Gold star. Gold, so yep. it's gold star, gold star. Everything is gold star. And then you be you want to do something like you want to become policeman, or you want to become a fireman. Gold star, gold star. But these people, and this is you know what we're an hour and two minutes into this, and this is my brain resetting, and this is a psychological part that Mr. Black. I'm sorry, I knew I was going to say this. All these people that fucking sit there and fucking say how much they want to do something to help fucking other people with their jobs, with their lives, and everything like that. And they sit there 
and they use these fucking facades, these fugazis that come into fucking life and sit there and be like, oh no, I'm doing something because I want to do something. But they have a different fucking agenda. And they use... Oh, the holier-than-now people. No, not only that. It's just... it's. I, well, I see, my thing is, I rope all those people into fucking the same thing. Because those people who... They do the false pretenses. You realize I'm building up. Mm-hmm. So they turn around and they'll say, oh, I'm doing this because I want to help these people, but they're really doing it to help themselves, not help other people. They're, they don't care about who they step on to get ahead. And I love the facade. I love the fucking wall that's put up because then they'll sit there and they'll be like, oh, well, and I said it. My grandfather, my grandparents, and not, uh, you know what, I I was wrong. I should say my whole family. I think I was the only, especially now, my cousins in the military and everything like that. It's it's not just my, it's not just me. Like, I have younger generations that are younger than me that are doing it. I did want to do it, but I had things that, all right, let me get back. Oh, I'm, I need to take another sip. The facade of people that sit there and go, I'm doing this because of my parents. I'm doing this because of my grandparents. I'm doing this because of my great group. I'm doing this because I love it. But then all of a sudden you start talking to these people. And I've had friends that literally have followed in. You have the, that cliche, you know, like that mm-hmm. followed in their parents, grandparents' footsteps, footsteps. that were completely legit. Legit, like this is what he did. This is what I'm doing. This is what I did. There were no complications. But now you got the people that sit there and go, "Well, I'm doing this because this is what my grandfather did. This is what my father did." And then all of a sudden, you start sitting there and realizing you're literally tearing down the name of what you're fucking saying. And this is what I love. I love the people that uh. And I'm probably going to get yelled at for this. The people that are part of the military and part of the uh, police department, part of the fire department, and everything like that, they yell out the names, they fucking sit there and go, oh, well, blah, 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 this fucking happened. Just because I'm doing this, I'm part of that. And then you sit there and you look at the person and you're just like, no, you're not. No, you're fucking not. Because those people that were before you definitely didn't do the shit that you fucking did definitely didn't do it so you're literally just using the fucking name and just being like yeah just because my relative did this i'm doing it too but i can kind of fuck up the rules a little bit i can i can fuck them up yeah it's modern now it's fucking modern the way they did it but the way they did it was like a code it was a fucking straight fucking code like you don't do this because this would happen. But now here's the fucking psycho, what, somatic part to where I go into and go, who's to say those fucking people didn't do it? The whole system is now, the whole system is fucked. Everyone's a liar. Everyone's a liar. Everyone is a fucking liar. It doesn't matter what your grandfather, and you know I don't mean this maliciously. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to get at. 
It doesn't matter what your grandfather, what your great-grandfather did. It doesn't matter what my grandfather did or what my great-grandfather did. Because we weren't there. We weren't there. They literally could be fucking sitting there telling fucking lie after fucking lie. Facade after fucking facade. Just building up a fucking wall. And the only thing I keep thinking of is the... I, I like the old stories because it was to make a better future. And now all the stories I hear... They're lit. This is why I'm pissed off is because they're taking that heritage and making it dirty and fucking it, it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm trailing off. I really am. You know what? Everyone's full of shit. Everyone's just full of shit. I'm full of shit. Mr. Black's full of shit. Everyone's full of shit. My eyes aren't brown. <laughs> Everyone's just full of shit. Everyone's out to fucking get everyone else. And in my eyes, it's... it's it, You know what? It's complete bullshit for the fact that... What I said before about opening up the door for someone and getting that look. And the one story I wanted to bring up, just because we're an hour and eight minutes into this, uh, the last time I opened up a door for someone, it was for a younger person. And he, he seemed like he was like sort of messed up. I, I But it, nicely dressed. Nicely dressed. He, it was like a crack addict or anything like that. But I opened up the door and he was doing the thing like where he was kind of like trying to... I don't know. It was fucking weird. And I was just like, you can go in. And he walked through the door... And then he walked in, and I saw that he went into his pocket. And he went up to the counter, and he tried... I heard him say, just give me the cheapest pack of cigarettes that you got. And he was like a dollar something short. And I wanted to do the thing where I was just like, alright, I'll fucking buy you the pack of cigarettes. But I was just in such a mood to where I was just like, fuck that. I held the door open for him, and that was enough for the day. That was my good deed. And... He had to walk away from the register. So he walked back out, and there was this little picnic table in front of the fucking store. So I, w I walked out with my brand new fucking pack of smokes. And I was getting into my car. And I opened up the car door, and he literally sat there, and he was staring at me. And for some odd reason, I didn't get right into the car right away. And I just sat there. I just had the car door open. I opened up my pack of cigarettes, and I just lit up one. And he looked at me, and I knew it. For some odd reason, I had that gut feeling that I knew he was gonna fucking ask me. He's just, just like, "Can I, can I, can I have a cigarette?" He's like, "I'll give you a dollar." And this is the thing that I always say to people: when they ask if you can offer a dollar to someone for one fucking cigarette, even if it's today's age, I literally sit there and I go, "Jesus fucking Christ!" Like, if you have to fucking say, "I have a single in my pocket." Can I please have one of your cigarettes for a dollar? I literally have the same response. Either dude or girl, whatever, whoever the fuck it is. It's not gold. It's not gold. Just fucking take a cigarette. If anything, you're helping me. Just fucking take the cigarette. No, no, no. Here's a dollar. No, no, no I don't want the fucking dollar. Obviously, you fucking need it more than I do. Just take the fucking cigarette. 
And the thing I'm starting to realize more and more about that metaphor is a lot of things that I fucking go through. And you know what? It's not a bad thing. It's not a fucking bad thing. I love the fact that I don't have to fucking be the person offering a fucking dollar for a fucking cigarette. And that's the way I think I need to start thinking more. I could be the fucking guy offering $5 for a cigarette. I've heard that before in the city. Yeah. Oh, I did. But it's not $5, so I'm sorry. If they have $5, usually they probably get it like a Lucy. But it's like, it's like I'll... You're this and that, your leftovers and everything. And I keep going back to that. Like, I keep going back to the way fucking society is now. We will screw over each other to make ourselves feel better. But yet there are fucking people that are scrounging around for a fucking dollar to buy a fucking cigarette. Mm -hmm. And I'm fucking miserable because someone can't appreciate the fact that I treat them like gold. And I'm worried about it. I'm literally worried about it. So, let's get out of that fucking dark vortex that I just put us in and... Fuck everybody. Let's go to a fucking email. Alright. Thank you guys for listening. You didn't hang yourself by now. Oh, it wasn't that bad. I know. Gotta give people a fucking By the way, have you noticed that scarecrow move? Yes. I think it winked. By the way, can we email this guy back? I don't know. Probably, because it's a fucking pretty good fucking email address. By the way, me and Mr. Black got an email the other night. And just the way the email was, I had to fucking try to respond just with like a couple words. And the email didn't fucking exist. Yeah, so, uh, anyway. Which, that guy was an asshole, by the way. Um, this guy's not an asshole, actually. Um... This uh, this email we got is from uh, Wayne Perry, brother of Joe Perry. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Steve Perry, Steve Perry, Steve Perry. Shabinga! So, his message goes, Riccio and, well, it's Brian Black, not Ryan Black. He called you Ryan? Ryan. Don't Ryan. call him Ryan. Don't call me Ryan. You can call me Ray, you can call me Jay. <laughs> Um, this is awesome fucking podcast. He's like, I'll take a fucking sip to that. Yo, I literally got the best idea. You crazy fuckers should do a fucking cartoon show of your lives. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, two guys working regular jobs and then podcast at night and going out on the weekends to the bars and shit, playing beer pong and other cool stuff. Um... Brian, and then he corrects himself. Brian, I think you'd be a blend of Peter Griffin and Homer. No, not at all. Um, uh, star of the show, Richie O. You remind me of Patty and Selma with the banter and chain smoking. You're miserable. Always got a cigarette going. Hate your job and got that dark humor. I don't hate my job. <laughs> What the fuck? I, wait, I have to correct that. I don't hate it. I just hate the situation I'm in. Um, I hated my old job because of the way they were. 
I didn't hate the job itself. Um, what would be some ideas you would come up with for your cartoon? I don't know. That, that's actually a good one. So, Jesus Christ, I yeah. could fucking write it in a second. Yeah, fucking, it's a lot of shit. We'd it have would fucking, be this. We could we could have fucking a whole fucking season done in a, probably about 45 minutes. That's definitely without a doubt. <laughs> um, gotta say I'm loving the PLKP army name. It's fucking catching on. Um, how much are they paying you for those sponsorship ads? That ad is blanking boss. <laughs> All right, bros, late. The fucking cartoon idea. It would literally be this. Yeah, it would. It would pretty much be this. Uh, and I could probably work on that. <laughs> Add another feather to my cap. You know what I love about these fucking emails, though. Can we email this guy back? I don't know. Let's see. What do you want to say? I don't know. Just... Yeah. And the thing... We do appreciate the emails, by the way. We definitely fucking do appreciate the emails. Um, I mean, the cartoon thing... I mean, I think it would be fucking cool... If we did do something like that. But you need a lot of backing for that. We need more listeners. We need fucking more listeners. And that was a legit email address. Nope. Nope. Address not found. And, uh... You know what the fact is? Is the fact that we do this for the listeners and everything like that. And, um... I don't know. It really comes down to the point to where... Everything's just going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay, and uh, we're, we're hitting a blank spot. Oh. So, but we need, basically, we need more people, so you got to tell people. Um, and basically, you know, get the word out there. Um, I also think the other problem with some of the emails is since they're coming through the website, that might be also be part of the problem. So if you want to listen to us uh, and contact us, it's powerlinkkidspodcast.com. And email. Email. Uh, if you want to email me, it's brianblack201 at gmail.com. And if you want to email Richie O, it's uh, the Powerline Kids Podcast at yahoo.com. Um, and check us out on um, anchor.fm. Um, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts, Spotify, uh, Breaker, Tuned In, Google Play Music, um, Google Play Podcasts, they're changing that site, actually. Um, and yeah, well, we're, uh, we're trying and to... And Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram, yes, and Twitter. 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 So drop us a tweet on Twitter, um, we will respond... Guess who will know the Twitter? <clears throat> That's my Twitter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we uh, we're gonna basically just everything uh, you guys send us. Um, if it does make some semblance of fucking, you know, reading material on the show, we'll read it. 
Um, Anchor gives also gives you the ability if you want to drop a voice. If you want to basically leave us a voice message, you can leave us one on Anchor.fm. Um, and we'll be able to play it on the show. So, I hope you guys really like this fucking podcast because you want to know something? I feel like I was in a shell that was in a shell that just came out of a fucking shell. And I'm actually really fucking like pissed a, off. A fucking, like, uh, what's that, Tropic Thunder, where fucking Robert Downey Jr. is playing a black guy, playing a white guy, I'm, who's I'm a black guy. I'm playing a guy that's playing a guy, guy who's playing, playing another guy. guy. So. Um, I, I, but I do like this podcast because, you know what? It's, I think it's, you're starting to break the shell. I definitely am. All right, so this is me. I mean, unless this you is got me. no, no, oh, that's it. I'm I'm good. All right, until the next podcast. This is me, Mr. Black, and we're out. Late, late.